Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Joe Biden, as you know, in the news, cognitive skills again being challenged. And this time it's U.S. Special Counsel Robert Hur blasting the president's mental acuity and painting him as, quote, an elderly, well-meaning man with a poor memory. Uh, the lawyer, her, after hours of interviews with Biden, wrote the president had difficulty remembering the year his son Beau died and couldn't remember the years he served as Barack Obama's vice president. And he also claimed to have been in communication with long-dead European leaders. So Biden lashed out, challenging her, and declared his memory is excellent, only to immediately name the president of Egypt as the president of Mexico. As you know, initially, the president of Mexico, Sisi, did not want to open up the gate to allow humanitarian material to get in. I talked to him. I convinced him to open the gate. I talked to Bibi to open the gate on the Israeli side. I've been pushing really hard, really hard. So this goes on, and we've all heard and heard Mr. Biden fumble trying to remember things. And it's disturbing the significant majority of Americans told NBC News in a poll that they're worried about Biden's age and they're worried about his memory, his acuity, his ability to do his job as president of the United States, certainly for the next four years. Of course, Mr. Trump has his problems as well. U.S. appeals court ruled uh, Donald Trump is not immune from prosecution for alleged crimes committed during his presidency, including attempts to subvert the 2020 federal election results, leading to the January 2021 storming of the U.S. Capitol by Trump supporters. My guest uh, is John Zogby, Dean of American Pollsters. We've talked to John many times on this program. Uh, he's the founder of John Zogby Strategies, op-ed writer for major publications like the New York Times, the Washington Post, and author of books such as We Are Many, We Are One, and his clients include legacy brands like Coca-Cola. John, thank you for joining us. Um, what do we make of Mr. Biden's issues? And clearly he has issues. And, and how Americans are reacting to it now and will uh, as November approaches. Yeah, hi, Roy. Thanks for having me on again. <clears throat> you know, it's very possible to be old and forgetful. I'm raising my hand right now, but I, I can still do my job. The, the issue, though, is that I'm not running for re-election for my job. It's mine. I got it. I, Joe Biden's problem is that I think he's he's competent. I think he has a good record, but uh, he hasn't gotten yet. He has yet to get ahead of this story. And something like this that happened yesterday with the special prosecutor's report is either going to postpone or render impossible for him to get ahead of this story. That was damning stuff. I'm going to be very honest with you. I think it was gratuitous. Uh, I don't ever recall 
you know, in a, in a criminal investigation, you know, taking a side road out and getting into, um, you know, he was late for class when he was in college or he um, he messed up on this or that. It seemed like it was extraneous to um, to a, a, an investigation on a, a federal crime. But with that said, now it's out there and the president while trying to be strong, you know, probably played into the role of being a crotchety old man, uh, which didn't help. And now there's buzz, Democratic side and always on Republican side, as to is he up to the job? Can he actually run for re-election? And that's out there. Yeah. And the investigation, John, was about uh, classified documents that were found. Yeah. In Mr. Biden's garage next to a dog bed. Um, right. and, yeah. Yeah. I was just going to say for Canadians who are wondering, you know, because Donald Trump faces 40 counts on a similar charge, Mr. Biden had cooperated with a special prosecutor. There was a conclusion that this wasn't a willful act on his part. They were found and turned over, and there was full cooperation. So one guy gets indicted, and the other guy doesn't. Yeah, and the prosecutor said he was not going to indict Mr. Biden because, again, he was an elderly gentleman, well-meaning man with a poor memory. And that is an, that's an ouch moment when you're running for president. It has to be, no? Well, yeah, it is. And frankly, it's a punch-in-the-nose moment, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be perfectly, I know you and I are the same age, Roy. Yeah. And, um, uh, but we're doing okay. I, well, yeah, I'm, I'm all right. I don't want to be president, though. Oh, me neither. Just have a listen to this. I'm well meaning and I'm an elderly man, and I know what the hell I'm doing. I've been president, I put this country back on its feet. I don't need his recommendation. It's How totally bad out of is your memory, and can you continue as president? My memory is so bad, I let you speak. So he, he, he put it together there mm-hmm. with, uh, with the Fox News reporter that, that asked him the question. But, but John, how does this resonate? Let's go back to the voters for just a moment. How does this sure. resonate with Americans? Because, again, this NBC poll shows 76% of Americans have really strong concern about Biden's age. Does that become something where on Election Day or as it gets close? And we'll talk, to about, we'll talk about Trump's problems as well. But as it gets closer to Election Day, if he is drawn into debates and the Republicans will make sure that Mr. Trump has questions ready that are, that are structured – to cause mm-hmm. Biden potentially problems answering, how will that resonate with American voters? This, this is going to haunt uh, President Biden right through Election Day or as long as he lasts in the race. As you point out, the questions were already out there. Questions were already predominant. Uh, we have a situation where we the number really doesn't change more than a point. Either way, 73% don't want either of these guys running. The major reason they don't want Biden to run is his age. Um, and the videos of his tripping, the videos of his uh, uh, using malapropisms or being feisty don't help. But, um, you know, we have obviously don't have any polls since yesterday. But I honestly suspect that he's, he's going to get hurt yeah. a bit. On this, there isn't much wiggle room either way, 
folks who have decided are locked in um, on both sides. But I think particularly with independents and with maybe some of his soft supporters, you're, you're going to see him tumble a bit. Yeah. Well, we have a prime minister in his early 50s who has developed misspeaking into an art form. And he gets, he gets, well, he's gotten away with it so far. Probably won't mm-hmm. from, from now on. But Mr. Trudeau's stumbles with the language are almost legendary. It's so different now. I, um, those of us uh, uh, of a certain age, I remember Dwight Eisenhower, you know, uh, who purposely would go out and, and be bumbling in press conferences. And at one point, famously said it was private, but released later in a biography. Wow, I confuse them out there today. Uh, you know, he was at that point one of the oldest men to be president. He high 60s, but Dwight Eisenhower, uh, confused, old, not too smart. You know, that, that's not the Dwight Eisenhower that, that, that people knew. Um, the problem is it's 7 and 24 covering a president. There are, there are no private moments mm-hmm. anymore. Mm-hmm. And there are also no moments where you can keep a president away from the press. You've got to constantly be out there. And if you're not, then the buzz begins. They're keeping him out there. They're protecting him. Yeah, like, it's a tough position to be in. Like, like avoiding the Super Bowl interview. You know? nothing's, more, yeah. nothing's more low-hanging fruit than a Super Bowl interview, and for the second year in a row, Biden has refused. It's just not, it doesn't look good. It doesn't look well on him. So it, it appears that some of our listeners, I'm not, I'm not picking on you, but listen, listen just for a second here. How can somebody send this email? Oh, my God, you and your guests are doing an amazing job tap dancing uh, at spinning the info to help Biden and denigrate Trump. John Zogby is my guest. John Zogby Strategies, Dean of American Pollsters, as I've told you many times. And um, how the hell do you get the idea that John and I have been tap dancing for Biden? Anyway, it just strikes me. People are are such fans of Donald Trump. You can't hear anything except what you want to hear, I guess. Yeah, I'm working the Canadian audience here. Well, you're doing a good job. <laughs> John, let's, uh, let's talk about Mr. Trump and the challenges that he's facing in appeals court. Has decided he's not immune from prosecution concerning things he may have done and said and instigated following his presidency. So how serious is this for Donald Trump and how serious is it for him with the American electorate? Well, of course... He, he's got his 42%, you know, just for showing up. And uh, right now, uh, over the last few weeks, he's, he leads Joe Biden, you know, anywhere from two points to six or seven points. I have it actually at four, uh, Trump leading uh, uh, Biden. And so, uh, uh, so much of this race figures uh, on how much do I dislike the other guy that it's enough for me to vote for this guy? Uh, and Trump at the moment is the beneficiary of that. That, you know, how long that can be sustained or sustained forever, I, 
you know, I have no idea. But at this moment, um, these uh, rulings are not hurting him. He is expected to uh, file an appeal on that um, immunity case uh, uh, Monday. Uh, Everybody expects him to do that. The benefit of that is at the very least he gets to postpone the trial on those charges. That trial was scheduled for March 5th. It's clearly going to be postponed uh, depending on how long it takes the United States Supreme Court to rule on, on immunity. We have just over a minute, John. You and I have talked mm-hmm. in the past, and you've, you've, you raised this years ago with me, about the divisions within American society and mm. the concerns that you have about just how structurally sound uh, Americans are, how structurally sound the United States is. Are you concerned about potential societal challenges after the November election, no matter who wins? Yes, absolutely, unequivocally. Um, Last time we had Donald Trump uh, and his minions who did not accept the results of the election, I think there will be significant numbers, troubling numbers, of Democrats who will not accept the results of this election if it goes uh, against them. I think we face um, a serious, I I hate to use um, the the term existential, but I will. Uh, It is an existential moment for the United States government and its political system as we know it. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.